You are now listening to The Maddie Lipsis Show, the official place for music and information from the M dot dot dot, a.k.a. Maddie Lipsis. Please enjoy the show. Let's talk about the underground. I'ma explain the frame of mind that establishes a sound. Not just the name of the lyricist is within emphasis. Music that's infused with the tools to do this. Everybody gotta make a choice like Judas. Walking like Paul ain't nothing to fool with. This is more than metaphors. You see me as an avatar, you are gonna miss the point. That's embedded in this joint like a liquid font, not hieroglyphics. Still the picture painted is still vivid, it's specific. The DNA within me is the image and I live it. The kingdom is within, that's why there's so much in my lyrics, you can hit rewind out on the written if you miss it. Those that have an ear to hear face coming when you hear it and hear it and hear it, meditate. You control your fate, so choose wisely. M dot 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 means it don't stop. It's the scripture, lyrics to be. This is my signature piece. M dot 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 means it don't stop. It's the scripture, lyrics to be. This is my signature piece. The Maddie Lips Show is available for download every Thursday via our website. To receive a free link to download the latest episode and to stay in tune with Matt, please join our email list by visiting our website, m3dots.com. Your membership to our email list will grant you first access to not only the latest episodes, but other important information and upcoming events like concerts, live taping, services, and music release dates. Well, I am officially on the line with Say Word. What's up, family? Man. <laughs> Welcome to the Matt Ellipsis Show. <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry, I'm, I'm on the line with Say Word, and do, do, do you do people know your real name? Do you ever talk about your real name? Do people know you as Tori or or, uh, or do your customers? What, what do they know you as? A lot of people call me a lot of different things. A lot of people, <laughs> you know, of course, Tori. That's my that's my God given or mother given yeah. name. Right. You know, well, I say God given because. He knew that's what it was going to be, but uh, other than that, man, like, uh, I used to, uh, in my secular music, when I used to do secular music, they called me 50 Row. That was short for 50 Round, but Ooh. it wasn't because I was a thug. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right. That they said I had flow that was heat, so they called me 50 Rounds. But uh, So I got people who still be calling me 50, but of course you got 50 Cent, so we we not on that. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't wanna, you don't want anybody to get confused. Right. We don't want to get it confused. But it's all love to all the people who, you know what I'm saying, who still, you know, show me, show, you know, recognize me as that. You know, they just saying that, man, that's that brother, you know, that was spent with that heat or whatever. But, man, uh, today everybody just called me Tory, man. So, Tory or, you know what I'm saying, or whoop, you know what I'm saying. But, uh, you know, some of the artists that uh that that know me, you know, around and about, they'll call me uh, you know, word or whatever, but man, you know, we 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 we, we going by, you know what I'm saying, whatever whatever is uh whatever is appropriate for a, a given time, man. But Right, right, right. Oh, it's Tory, bro. It's Tory. Well, they just, they do, just... 
What about at church? Do they call you Mr. Taylor or Brother Taylor? or what, what, How do they yeah, work brother, that out? Brother Tory, man. Brother Tory. You know how they go. <laughs> brother Tory, can you come get the collection plate, man? We need to pass it around, man. One more time, man. Miss Brooks got to, you know, you know, she had a shortage, you know, so she needs some help at the house, you know. You know she done did a whole lot for us, and we just want the brothers to come around and, you know, Get that offer, man, so we can help accommodate the young lady. <laughs> Wait, so so you so you at a church you're at a church that does do multiple uh multiple collection plate collections. So at, at times, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But not, you know, it's not it's not ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? If if, if I can say that, because sometimes yeah. you know. You got churches that be like, this is a hundred dollar line and this is a fifty dollar line. <laughs> no, nah, we ain't on that. We ain't on so that. have you ever love- have you ever personally been in a hundred dollar line before? No, no. <laughs> if I would have seen that, I would have walked out of the door, man. Like I would have freaked out, for real, passed out, and been like, oh my god. Like I thought I'd never see this, but man, I, I love my pastor, man. He's a good man, and man, a lot of uh, a lot of the work that he put in, you know, as far as his living his life. It's kind of, you know what I'm saying, inspired me and intrigued me in a way that helps me to get understanding on, you know, uh, the whole etiquette of church, you know, how people do things, and even, you know what I'm saying, in the Word and how you applicate all that and all that. So it's a different kind of lifestyle that I'm used to, but it's all new and it's all gravy. I've been 16 years in it. Goodness gracious. Man, yeah. 16 years. 16 years as a Christian, let's let's uh, let's shout out your pastor. What's his name and what's the church? Might as well put that in there so that they know what that is. That's Reverend John E. Neighbors at um, uh, Greater Love Missionary Baptist Church in Aurora, right there on South Kendall. That's 475 South Kendall. Uh, man, love corner, man. Where the love is not only spoken but shown. We love you, and the thing you can do about it, we mean it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, now, do, what, <laughs> might as well tell the service times. Like, how often do you guys uh, gather together um, so that way people know when they could actually, you know, visit? So, so worship service is actually uh, on Sundays, and it's at eleven o'clock. Sunday school starts at nine thirty. On okay. Sunday morning as well, we do Bible study, which is a six o'clock prayer, six thirty. Uh, Bible study starts six to seven thirty. Bible study starts. Wait, this is in the morning. Six o'clock in the morning. No, six o'clock in the evening. Sorry about okay, that. Okay, sorry. Wait, sorry. Let me okay. Correct me, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> six a.m. Man. So, so Sunday morning, six okay. uh, nine thirty a.m. Okay. Eleven o'clock a.m. You know what I'm saying? And then we have. Bible study on Wednesday night starting at 6 o'clock p.m. Okay. And then that, that's prayer, that, rather, I'm sorry about that. Prayer is at 6.30 or 6 o'clock p.m. and Bible study is at 6.30. So, gotcha. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, let me ask you, I mean, um, let me ask you, does that schedule, that church schedule, is that an onerous schedule for you or is that just about right or do, do you wish that the church doors were open more or you know, what, where's your, where, how do you feel after being, you know, in church for 16 years? Man, uh, so I can say this just by understanding the whole element and how th- that particular church is ran. I have mad respect for my elders, and I know that the obligation is very uh, strenuous for them. But, man, it would be good to see the church doors open more. 
You see what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. you wonder how that can happen, that that takes other people stepping in, putting their hands in, you know, and trying to make make that happen. Because here's the thing, like, I know it's not enough time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know that there's always... you. I was going through some things in one time of my life, man, where I felt like it wasn't enough time. Like I remember wow. sitting in church after church was over and I wanted to not leave. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, man, I ain't done yet. Like, man, I really want to sit here a little bit longer, you know? Yeah. I, it's, yeah. And then, you know, Mondays are come and you know, everything that was going on, um, it, I was, I was like, I was thirsty and I needed more. And I don't even know if it was just that. It's just that I hadn't got what I wanted yet, but mm -hmm. I needed to be there, you know. And yeah. I think that was just God getting me personally in the position. But, man, it worked out all for the good. But I understand, like I was telling my wife and I were talking this morning, and I was telling her sometimes the very thing that you aren't or you see that's not working, you become. You know what I'm saying? So okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if, if the church doors are not open in this area, well, then you need to be there to obligate that, to make sure that that, that valuable place is filled. Because here's someone else that's going to come in behind you dealing with the same issues you're dealing with that's going to need that. And you need to be there to, you know what I'm saying, help them out. You know? Yeah. No, that's actually, that's a really good principle. And, um... I've seen that in the military as far, you know, from the, from the standpoint of, you know, uh, mentorship where, you know, you'll have somebody like an E7. I think your wife, she's an E7 now or is she E6? Or did she go to Warren? Yeah, E7. E7. She's an E7. So, and, 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 you know, the way that she made E7 was other E7s had to leave, you know, yeah. get promoted or whatever. And so... She, I remember seeing her as an E6, and it was like, a, you know, the staff sergeant, and she, you know, was taking care of business at, at that level or whatever. And so then, you know, the vacancy opens up. Somebody got to fill that vacancy. And so, yeah. boom, your wife was able to, you know, uh, uh, meet that, able to meet that demand or whatever. So in the church, I, I actually did, um, I didn't know that it worked like that in church. But, yeah, you know, people move on, go to other churches, people move out of state, people grow old, people pass away or whatever. And so that void, you know, sometimes you need a Monday void. Uh, yes, when, when, when I first, um, when I first met you. Yes, sir. Was doing Monday, uh, Monday services, Monday school. So they would do, so pastor would do uh, two services, on uh, Sunday, and then yep. one of the associate pastors would do Monday school at 12 noon and at 7 p.m. Yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And that was, that was great. And then it was more teaching, more so than, you know, what you might see on a Sunday, all of the, you know, all the kind of pomp and circumstance that happens on Sunday wasn't happening on Monday, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it was like, boom, it's like you knew that that's what we needed or whatever for, those, for that, yeah. uh, that group of people. So. I hear you on that. And then when they moved on from that, I remember feeling, man, I need Monday school. So it was, you know, so yeah. I remember that. I remember that. But then by that time, I had moved out of state. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. <laughs> man. But, man, uh, tough, man. So, so now, now you and I met. Do you remember how old 
you were when we met. Because I, 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 I think I want to say that I was 25. Okay, and I think I was, I think I was about 23 or 24, Doc. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. Um, and, and like um, the way we met was uh, Isaac brought yep. me to your place, or we were were we at Isaac's place or your place? Because that's when I first met. I remember your name, Torientes, and I was. Yep. I was oh I needed I one I, one thing that I remember I put on my list of stuff that I want to talk to you about I wanted to apologize to you for 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 something that I said all them years ago I'll get into it here in a second but, okay. but were we at your place or were we at Isaac's place We was actually at Isaac's place We was doing the record label CDM Records CDM Records baby yeah, CDM <laughs> Records uh, uh, Count the money Records Count the money Count that money <laughs> <laughs> and, and if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Count the Money is actually his middle name. That's his real yes, yep, middle name. Yeah, but yep. he actually made it on the Jay Leno show with that man. Like he had a thrift store in the raw, and uh, um, somehow he had ran across somebody and and um, hit the paper man in the raw, and it got all the way to New York, man. And Jay Leno put it on the show like man you believe this this guy's name is count the money <laughs> wait a minute wait story. a minute are you telling me so okay i'm gonna have to find this clip because i i remember watching the jay leno show i don't never remember i i don't remember that but i'm gonna have to look that up and find that clip you're saying he was talking was he did he have a news clip and he was just talking about it like uh like johnny carson used to is that what you're saying he did or yeah, yep yep or, or he, did it make the he, monologue it, it kind of like, I, I think he was just reading the paper, man, and he mentioned it. Like, man, hey, look, out in the rural Illinois, he put a rural on the map, man. Wow. <laughs> Isaac Counter Money put Aurora on the map. On the map. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You know what? That guy does deserve some credit. I got to hand it to him. I got to <laughs> hand it to him. Good <laughs> Lord. That's hilarious, man. Because, you know, because the thing about it is, like, he was in my unit. He was in two of my units. And uh, the second unit that he and I were in together, uh, military unit, he and I were in the reserves together. And I yep. became a full-timer. Um, you know, I had a, 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 a military technician job. So I had a civilian job that was connected with my military job. Right? Okay. And, and the civilian job, I was a uh, staff administrative assistant. And so I had to do a lot of personnel stuff, right? And so he was in my unit. So sometimes, you know, if he wouldn't show up to drill or something like that, I would have to call him and, you know, or whatever, and, and, and you know, do, do reports or whatever. And I remember seeing that. Like, I had known it, but it's one thing to know that somebody's name and think they're joking, but to see it on official military documents, yeah. Isaac, yeah. Count D. Money, and then his last name. It's like, Wilson. what? <laughs> yeah, he said, Isaac Captain the money Wilson. It's Wilson. like, this is a real guy. This is yeah. a real guy. You know what I'm saying? So it was funny to see it. Because like, it, 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 on some of the military documents, it's all, um, it's all uh, capitalized. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, so you think, you see Isaac, count the money, Wilson. Count the you know money, right. <laughs> so, count that money. Count that money. <laughs> so CDM Records, so when you, because you guys knew each other, because um, I have a, because the thing about it with, with Isaac, Isaac is, I credit Isaac for 
um, he's really one of the people that put me on the right path to where I am today. The okay. reason, the reason that you and I were able to do cliche the way that we did, because you remember we did that song. You yeah. were in Aurora, yeah. and there was no way for me and you to get together for some reason. You know what I'm saying? We just yeah. couldn't hook it up. I can't remember. I, I got to remember where we, I was living at. So we'll recount that in a minute. But anyway, we were able to do that because Isaac, count the money, Wilson, when you and I met during a little bit before that, he gave me a disc with acid uh-huh. 4.0 on it. Yep, and it was a bad mamma jamma, boy. That was that a great it. software. Yes, Ooh. it was. Man, I Man. Made, look, I made some classes with that. And, you know, I, I felt so bad. I lost a lot of that music that I had created with that Acid 4.0, man. No, I still got your stuff. I still got your instrumental. You still got, yeah. I still got those instrumentals. You handed off to me a disc of your instrumentals. Are you I serious? Got, yes, yes, yes. Oh. We suppo- you and me were supposed to make an album together with all them beats. You was the, you was the one that instrument. You were the one, Tori, that introduced me to the idea of doing an album with somebody else's beat. I had that, okay. in other words. In other words, I was making music by myself, and it was all analog. Okay. Okay. You were making music, and it was digital. So I met a friend at church. Me and him, we did my uh, third album together. So my first two albums, I did that analog, right? My third yes, album, Face the Music, that one, he was the one. Somehow, me and him gelled, and he started making beats, and I started writing to those beats or whatever. So then we went through the whole process. We went to the studio, recorded everything. So we got the third album done. And I had never, I had never given anybody else musical control over my stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then me and him broke up as a, as a team. So now I was kind of back at square one because I thought me and him was doing the doing the Eric B and Rock him thing, the DJ Gadget yes, Jeff first we thought we was gonna go DJ and rapper or, you know, <laughs> producer and rapper. I thought we was going out as a team. So now I'm back just me. And so then he shows me as a four point and I learned how to record into the computer, which was freaking fantastic. So then by the time we met, now I was like, okay, I'm back in creative control over my music, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so now I started to listen to other people's beats. And I hadn't listened to anybody else's beats ever. I didn't pay attention to nobody else's beats. Then right. you come along and you give me this disc. And I was like, oh, my God. Dang, got it. Man, and you had sampled the stuff. And I was like, man, this is freaking amazing. So I listened to those instrumentals a lot. I recorded some music to that. And I got them in my systems. I'll, I'm, I'll email it to you so you can hear some of the music that I because I let you hear some of it. Don't, don't you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You let me. Hey, there was some bangers too, man. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And then never put them out. Never put them out. But it was just okay. If we did it, but so so that's the thing. So I have. I don't know if I got everything that you've ever done, but I think it was at least like sixteen beats. At least. Oh man. Hey, look. We might need to talk, man. I might need to hear something. Look, not even Mike. I I know now. I need to make sure you got them, cause I still got them. I done kept them all these years, partially cause Isaac Count the Money showed me how to have assets on my computer. Man. <laughs> and, and I stayed in touch. That's 
decided, I decided that I was not going to, like, you, you know, I had a decision to make um, at a certain point in my music career, like, like in, at a certain point. So when I was working on, um, uh, w- once I finished up my third album, then it was like, okay, what am I going to do? And I was, right. and, and at that point, I had to try to figure out, oh, because you remember the Conclave Download project. So yeah, this is before, yeah. before the Conclave Download stuff, Tori, I had, I had a decision to make. Am I going to go with Pro Tools or uh, what was the other um, they music? Got, uh, um, it, was, it was two of them that were really huge. Pro Tools was one of them, and my friend Dean, he had Pro Tools. And then there was another one that was out there, and all not I knew garage how, band or um no not garage band um uh, I can't it'll come up but anyway the point I is, know is the that, name you're talking about too yeah it was a, it was another it has that, its own single identity right exactly so because either you because whichever route you go you gotta you gotta invest in the whole scenario to make that thing work you know what I'm saying yeah and all I had was a computer. You know, and then um, and then my asset, and then when asset would would go to the next level, I would go ahead and buy the next level of asset. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So right now I got asset ten, right? So I and that okay. I think that's all I need. So I got asset ten, and then it's like okay, it works out perfectly. Ain't no ain't no drama. I all of my music that I've ever made in asset, I can still open it up. So I can open up the session files. You know what I'm saying? Like it's actually. Yeah. I'm grateful. So I, I any of my music from from the time that I started making music at the Isaac Count the Money phase of my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. So thank yep. God, which is why I still got those instrumentals that you gave me because I put them in my system and I've, I've, I've been preserving it over the years, right? So Man. you know what I'm saying? So this is that. I'm, I'm so happy that we're talking about that because I need to make sure you had it. So anyway... You, what, my question to you is, what were you and Isaac going to do? So this is before you were married, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. No, you were just married. Yep. Did you, did you just I, have I you? had just got married when I met right. you. That was right. in, what, 2003? I think that was yep, yep, uh, yep. 2003. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were, I, was still, I wasn't even in church yet, man. I was still doing secular music, oh. man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was that's still doing right. secular music, and I got the inspiration from you actually, because when I came down in the basement, I, I, you and Isaac was talking, and then I, I, he introduced me to you, and I heard your music. And I was like, man, well, man, what, how, how do you get this? Because I, <laughs> I guess God was already working on me, man, and so that's like I started asking you questions, like, hey, man, like, how, how, how are you advanced like this? with gospel rap. Like I never heard this kind of gospel rap before. This is good. So, so and, like, and, and, and please forgive me. Cause I, I have to ask you this. Cause like it, it has been a long time. I think I remember some of that conversation. What type of stuff did I tell you? Was that, I mean like, 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 cause, and give me your impression of that because here we are. I, you know, I didn't really feel advanced. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't think I felt like I was advanced. So kind of set the scene so that, you know, the listeners can kind of remember that. Because we're talking about 2003, so we know what was out in 2003. So right. go ahead, break it down. <laughs> so basically all you told me was, like, you you see God and God gives it to you. That's pretty much what you were telling me. 
in so many mm. words, like this, this wasn't verbatim what you said, but that's right. what I got when you were talking to me about that. And I was like, whoa, I was like, so man, I, you know, it just made me think a little bit about, you know, like, man, how did, can I actually get into that? Like, what would that look like if I got into that, you know? And so, Wait a minute, so but did, I, did I make it sound, Tori, did I make it sound like a douchebag? Like, like, uh, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, okay. So I'm going to ask you, did, did I sound like this? Okay. So now, so, so ask me the question. Let's, let's pretend, let's reenact this. Let me know if I sounded like this. So ask, ask me the question, the way you kind of just phrased it a few seconds ago. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So man, so, so what got you in the gospel rap, man? Like, and I never heard this, heard it so good like this man what what got you into doing this kind of rap music well god gives me the lyrics and i just write them down so <laughs> that's the reason why it comes out like that it is advanced i do agree with you that it is advanced did i sound like that like was i juice bag yeah, like that i ain't gonna lie to you dog it, it kind of sounded like that that's what i'm saying i know it i know it I was so, I was so, I, I'm telling you, I thank God. I thank God that things did now, this, that right there, I needed that, okay, Tori, because I, I think things did not work out for me throughout the years like I wanted them to work out. I don't think I gave myself douchebag credit at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I knew or gave myself enough um, uh, 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 credit uh, for how arrogant or haughty or high-minded or self-righteous that I was, especially for... If I if I talk to you about the things that happened to me or that I did in those seasons, um, it, it, it's like I had no I had no right, <laughs> right, 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 to, to, to even espouse any type of hardiness. Like God gives me the lyrics, and I just no. I can I'm gonna get I'm gonna give you the right answer. So let's 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 uh let's reenact that again. So so go ahead, do the same thing, and I'm gonna give you the. 2019 version of that particular uh, answer. Okay, so go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so so Matt, man, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued by your lyrics, man, and what you're doing is nice, man. What inspires you to do this? Listen, first of all, I'm grateful that you even um, like what I'm talking about because uh, I've done it for a while. I I listen to a lot of other rappers. There's a few rappers that I listened to a lot, and I kind of, I kind of enjoyed how they made me feel when I was writing. So I tried to not necessarily write exactly like them, but I tried to write to give the same excitement. Okay. And I and I found out that I wasn't like the like when I was when I was when I used to rhyme when I was a kid. I used to like gangster rap, but I wasn't a gangster myself. You know, okay. I've been in the military since I was 17, and, and I messed around and got saved at 19, so it's like, yeah, okay, you know, so my interests are not necessarily what the common interest of 
other, you know, this gangster rap or whatever, even though I liked it right. so much. So I just wanted to be true to myself. And I love, I love for music to take you on a roller coaster ride. So that was right. the thing that I, that was the element. I used to study my Bible. I used to go to church a lot. I used to listen to a lot of sermons uh, or whatever. And I was, you know, at church a lot. So I took the enthusiasm and the fun that I was having in church and I tried to make my music sound equally as fun as, as I was having at church. Okay. So that's probably how I would answer it now. You know what I'm saying? If I could go back to that douchebag dude that you asked that question to back in 2003. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So the, yeah. I would answer it a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't divinely inspired all deep like that, man. It was just, you know, you sit down and write. And you know that because you're a rapper, so you know that. Right, right. And you know what? Don't don't beat yourself up, man. Sometimes we we all we all done did that, man. I I I've, I didn't had moments where you know what I'm saying. I I fumbled too, and sometimes you have to go back as long as you can see it and you can learn from it, man. I think right, that's, right. That's the thing, man. I think that in the moment, sometimes uh, we don't really if we're in a certain place, we don't really see it. And yeah, yeah, now exactly. you're seeing it, and that that means that you got growth, man, and that's love, man. That's, that's yes, what sir. he does. That's what he does, man. That's what he does for us, man. So, and see, and that, and see, in that same spirit, that's where I need to apologize to you for something because when you, because I, re, I think I remember now that, like you said, you weren't, you weren't like a believer, believer, but I know God was, you know, like you said, God was. So, so when you told me your name at that time, I'm going to tell you something. This is how, this is how ridiculous I was. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. So I, uh, somebody showed me that you can find out the name, like what a name means. So, you know, there were like these name, these books of names so you can find out what they mean and you can uh, go online and see the meaning of a name and in the Bible, you know, law of first reference. So with the first time it reference something you could, or, or, or in the net, you know, whatever, when all these names and names mean some stuff and the name and whatever. So right. when you told me your name was Torrientes, right, right? I, what kicked in was all of that freaking study of that stuff kicked in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, why would someone name you something odd like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? So, I, so, so here we go. You know, so when you interact with somebody, right? So I'm interacting with you for the first time, right? So before we get yeah. to the lyrics or whatever, I'm asking you your name. And so I done started off on the wrong foot. I started our relationship on the foot of you don't have a right name. Your name ain't right. So your identity is off. And I go into this whole, and, I, and you was looking at me. What I remember is I thought I was doing a good thing because the way you, you, Tori, one of the things that makes you so uh, uh, fun to be around and so interesting is that you have this look on your face that you're paying attention and listening, even if somebody's yeah. talking stupid. You will right. look at them and listen at them like they're interesting. Right? <laughs> you will 
You will let somebody, I talked for however long I talked about, you know, your name and how, whatever. And I walked away for years thinking I did the right thing. I helped that brother know what his name should be and something like that. And he needed to, well, I felt for years, right? <laughs> and then later on in life, as I was talking to you about other stuff, I remember just seeing your facial expression. And I was thinking to myself, wait a minute. Why does why does Facebook like that? Wait a minute, is he humoring me? So then I would say something that I know is dumb, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and in your face, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, right. And I said, what? I said to myself, I said, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Like you doing it right now? You say, yeah. That's hilarious. That's I said, hilarious. I said to myself, okay, I said, okay, you know what? You know what? So, so that's what I was thinking about. So I wanted to make sure I apologize to you. For if I gave you any type of identity crisis, <laughs> I'm right. so sorry. Nah, brother, you know, all I, you know what all I do? Sometimes I, I, I've learned a whole lot, man, in my lifetime. <laughs> but basically what I do, if you give me something and I'm not yeah. aware of it, I'm going to go do the research on it. Right, okay, yeah. If it applies, I keep it. If it flies, I, I let it go, man. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's how, that's how, that's how it works. But now yeah. I've, I've gotten sharp enough when now, like, when an individual is coming with something, I'd be like, nah, man, I ain't. <laughs> you, know, I was, you caught me at a time where, you caught me at a time where, you know, me being, I was pretty much a babe, man, in Christ, you know? Yeah. And I'm not trying to make yeah. it seem like I'm, season yet i'm still growing but you know what i'm saying i'm not 16 years in the game yeah you know what i'm saying so at that particular time i had a, a inquire or inquiry about god and i wanted to know about god and god's people and so yeah. when you talked to me that was a representation of god's people so if you gave me something i took it to go do the research on it so now you're right i remember that and i did do the research on those names and it had right. me in three different three different names and at the time one one time um the name that i had uh it, it kind of messed me up a little bit but as time went on i went back and i would look at that stuff again and mm -hmm. you know and it gave me the clarity of what it meant anyway like <clears throat> and so i know that really um that really doesn't matter under the now that we're under the under the the law of uh, the spirit. It doesn't really matter now, right? You right. And if that makes sense, but it does. You know what I'm saying? At that at that time, you know what I'm saying? At that time, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I I inquired about it, man. I went and did my homework, man. So you <laughs> wasn't doing that. I was interested because I'm like thinking to myself, like, hmm, I'm gonna look into that. But I'm like not, you know. Some people are just taking to say, "Hey, he said my name." <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. I, I, I am a fifth in that. Yep, you still there, Tori? Yes, sir.
Yeah, sounds good. So I, I'm, when I edit this, I'll just edit this. I will put it, let me, let me, um, I'm probably going to slide in there a sample of one of your beats or whatever so that people can hear, you know, just at least a little, little one of your instrumentals from back in the day. So, okay. So we'll switch gears a little bit because uh, I love that. And I know we can extract, like, like probably next time we talk, we'll kind of get into that again because I would love to know, like the questions that's on my mind is, Let's talk about that that toy study. Like, what did you find out about that name thing? Like, oh, snaps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. So we'll, we'll keep that for another day, okay? So we'll put that on, yes, on hope for another day. Let's, um, let's fast forward to talk about your, your, um, your shop, right? And then we'll, we'll go back in the past uh, to talk about cliche. But let's talk about your shop because you have a barber shop if I'm not mistaken, yes, right, sir? Yes, sir. So yep. you've been cutting hair for how long? Man, I've been cutting hair since I was 14. I believe that was uh, 2000, not 2000, 99. I mean, 93. Good man, Lord. A long time ago, man. 93, yeah, about 93, 94, somewhere like that. that. And, you know, you, you know, you being married to a military wife, one of the things that's very interesting about your choice of profession and her choice of profession is that it sort of puts you in a situation where if you and your wife were to move around, you know, if the military did move you guys around stateside or even overseas, in theory, you can basically cut hair anywhere because everybody has hair. Uh, right. Roughly. And I mean, was that, obviously you didn't know your wife at 14, I don't think, but that no. wasn't a consideration. But, but like, like when you and your wife were getting together, um, how did you factor that in? And was she not in the military at the time that you guys got together? Okay, so that's that's a whole. <laughs> I know. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, like and you, I'm sorry, and I don't want to. I don't want to dredge up something you know, that'll bother you or whatever. But you know, however no, 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 you want to no, talk no, about no. it. No, 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 no. That's cool. That's cool. Cause here's the thing. When I was in high school, I read on cosmetology. I didn't yeah. really, really hone in on barbering, which I actually do. But you know, in the, in the industry today, like cosmetology and barbering, it's like a, a crossover thing happening. Like that people are catering to whatever kind of client that you get, which right. is kind of a like evolution, you know? So it's cool. It, it's almost like the same. And you could be a barber and do cosmetologist work and it doesn't affect you anyway, because when we were in school, all that kind of stuff, uh, was, uh, we studied it anyway. So yeah, when I first, uh, was in high school, when we did career day, like, you know, and I, I talk about that all the time. Now, I don't know, I don't, I, I just, I just put in so many words where I, I'm not pointing out particular people or anything like that. But so basically in career day, um, you had like all these different careers and things like that. And I thought like, well, there's going to be a lot of competition with that. I already was, I was always taught that computers are going to be the future. Computer mm. programming is a yeah. major, is one you want to be in. And I was thinking if everybody get into that's just how my mind was thinking. If everybody get into computer programming and, and these type of things, then the jobs are going to be flooded and then it's going to be hard to get a job. So I want to get something that no one will never, ever give up. 
Yeah, and I got I thought you. about I got cosmetology, you. and I said, let me see what a cosmetologist make. And it said a cosmetologist can be a six-figure person. I was like, really? So I said, man, this might be my profession right here because this will never fade. If mm. I get a job being any other kind of craftsman or, or, or trademan, um, they, the computers may take it over. But I was like, it can probably never mm. take over this. And I didn't know that it was, I didn't even hone in that it was healthcare. So, yeah, you know. Wait, you, wait, you, wait, you didn't hone in that what was healthcare? That barbering was healthcare. You know, oh, back in the thought, day, yeah, the barber surgeon, back in the day or whatever. Right, <laughs> yeah. So when I started doing a study on it, I seen how serious it was. Mm. And not only that, like how, how, how diverse it could be. And yeah. that even made it even more the merrier, man. And before I knew it, man, I was chasing it. And, you know, it... I mean, has it boiled down? I mean, you know, I, 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 do you, you know... Right now, as a... Because I, I, now I feel bad just calling you a barber. Like, that sounds so <laughs> beneath you. <laughs> You're a cosmetologist. <laughs> Am I right about well, that? Is that? Is that the way I should say it? Is, well, is that where you me, are? Or? Look, let me tell you how the barber see it today. I'm a tonsorial Stop. You just say that again. You are what? Tonsorial artist. <laughs> Did you say consorial? Consorial artist. <laughs> I wish I could drag you through this phone. What you say? You said a consorial artist? T, T is in Tom. O N, I believe is. Consorial? No, 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 no. I need to, I got to, I got to spell this out for you. Yeah, please. It's the technical term, it's the technical term for, for barbering. And it's, uh, People are, I mean, we heard it in the textbooks, but you know, brothers weren't using that word back in the day. <laughs> you know, but now, you know, these millennials, they use it, you know. But they flexing this word. They like, hey, look, we're going we gonna to mess up the public when I tell them, you know, you're going to pay me more money because I'm a sensorial artist. You know what I'm saying? It's just another way of saying barber. <laughs> so, so, sensorial artist is T-O-N. T is in Tango. Yep, T is in Tom. O is in Omar. N is in Nancy. S is in Sam. O is in Omar. R is in Roger. I is in Idea. A is in Apple. L is in Lion. Tonsorial artist. Do you know? So, do you know? I will never. I will never let a tonsorial artist touch my head. That sounds. That sounds like somebody that's going to put that's, something down my throat that I don't want. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. No, man, actually, it is a technical term for barbering, man. It's the technical wow. term for a barber. So, like, I'm going to send you a picture where I actually have Please. put it up. I did put it up on my social media just for real? because, you know, these other, these other barbers are flexing it now, and it, it, <laughs> it is becoming a common name. You know, but, you know, I put it up there, you know, just so, you know, because we, you know, we, 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 we evolving, you know, we evolving. So, you know, you know how that is. They, they have so many different kind of words. They kind of tell you something simple that we, oh, I'm in a barber. That's what you are. 
you know, you want to go to yeah, yeah. Days, sir. So, so what do you do for a living, sir? I'm a tonsorial artist. You know, you got to go to court and make them think you got a big job and you ain't doing nothing, man, cutting, cutting hair for $20, man. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Yeah, oh. they fluctuate the prices and everything over there, man. Dang, so, that is so yeah, funny. Yeah, and, and it goes with the market. It goes with yeah. the market, you know. But I think uh, in the, in the, at the end of the day, cosmetology is like a is like a service, and that's catering to the women. You know, yeah. cosmetics. You know, that's hair, nails, dyeing the hair, uh, uh, frying the hair, or laying it, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, right. I don't want to try to be sounding too hip, but, you know, they, you know, laying the hair with, 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 the, uh, with your perm, the perms and all that kind of stuff, relaxers or whatever have you. But all that kind of stuff, man, and so that was a service, but it has kind of crossed over actually to the barber. Now, the barber has been doing service for years too, but, I mean, it's kind of like more of a different, it's more. It's becoming more sophisticated and more of a cosmetic kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, we doing facials, and you got like the little steamer, and you know what I'm saying? You put the little, lay them back. You know, you got the towel on. You know, and they they feeling real, real, real uh, uh, relaxed, and they feeling real important at the time. Like you, you pampering them, make them feel real good. And it is, it's nothing but just the evolution of what the barber has been doing, stopped doing, and now redoing. You know what I'm saying? It's just we just got different gadgets now, different tools and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's a service. And so yeah. I, I get it, you know, and these millennials, they're going to try to make it easy as possible because they don't want to work. Oh. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, so that's the thing. So, you know what I'm saying? But I, I can't knock nobody's hustle. I don't want to be on here knocking anybody's hustle because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if a person is a is, is a salesman or whatever they, they, they do, you know, they put a price on it, you either have the option to buy it or to go find somebody who may be a little bit more uh, less in price or, you know, better in yeah. price, you know? So, yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, so but man, the tonsorial artist. So I mean, yes, sir. Does that mean? Uh, does that mean that you kind of do you? Is it? Do you expect of yourself? You personally, do you expect of yourself uh, to um, give another man a facial? Like, is that one of the things that is on your kind of like menu, so to speak? Okay, so my thing now is that whoever comes in the door and they whatever yeah. kind of service that I have on that wall, if they want it, I'm going to give it to them. Right, You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So right. so if it if it comes to, like, now my idea going in was, no, nah, I'm be rubbing on this man's face. But <laughs> Right, right, right. But, I, I, you know I what believe that? I believe you. But, but you know what I'm saying? At the same time, I had to have in my mind that a man wants to shave. Right. You got to get him an excellent service. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you have to pamper him up, man. Make You know what I'm saying? Have him relax. You know, you give him your best service because that's what's going to make him tell other people. And not only that, draw them into your establishment. So right. the best service is the best thing. And I tell people this, word of mouth is even better, man. It's better than any type of 
uh, social media or anything else. You know, I've always learned that it's, it's some of those old basic things that we've been having, they're not going to never leave because here's the thing, communication is a plus, you know what I'm saying, and a must. And so I tell people all the time that if I'm giving an individual a service, when he leaves that establishment, if he goes and to a family gathering, a party, uh, whatever it is that they have, going on where he's coming in to get pampered up for even at his job you know what i'm saying you tell people man i just went to this this nice establishment this gentleman man cleaned me up real nice gave me a nice service man he gave me a facial cleansed my face and shaved my face real good and they say man you look real nice today he he's going to expound on that after they compliment him and then they're going to say where who and then a lot of times that spreads like wildfire, just like bad news, you know? And so yeah. I, I tell people that, like, we, the wife and I, we wrote plays. And um, we wrote it with a couple of our friends. We wrote these plays a few years back. Okay. And one of the plays, we were working so hard on it, we forgot to promote it. Ain't so what we did, Yeah, that's so crazy. We're working so hard, man, we forgot to promote it. So this is what we did. We had a couple days. So we start tagging all the churches that were in the area. And did you know that we had the room was standing ovation? Really? It was like literally three days, man. <clears throat> like like somewhere in there, like a three-day window before the actual day. Now, we know we had our own church to support. So we were we made this play. We the no, the church knew we were making this play, right? We were doing the practices at the church, the whole nine yards. And so then, like, we had three days to promote it to the public. And so we started like just trying to spread the word to the local churches, I mean churches, churches, churches around our our area. And so the churches they began to um they began to uh, uh talk to each other and. Man, before you knew it, man, we had standing ovation in that in that room, and wow. that was that was bizarre. That blew our mind. Like we we were like, man, we couldn't believe it. We were like, man, this is so much of a great turnout, and we only had so little time to get the promotion. But we were working wow. so hard on trying to make sure that we had it, and the message was was uh, was given uh, was vivid enough to be given. You know, where they can actually hear what or get what it was we were trying to give them. And so, man, wow. it, that was awesome, man. So, I'm, wow. I, if anything else, word of mouth is always going to be the top over any kind of social media, any kind of uh, any other stuff that you can have. Like, that stuff is awesome, and it needs to be utilized as much as possible. It's, it's uh, less stress, less footwork, the whole nine, but word of mouth is always going to be it. So, I tell people to, man, give an excellent service. If I'm rubbing yeah, on his face, yeah, if I was rubbing on his face, it ain't no other reason but to cleanse it. <laughs> uh, no, I was saying, I, I, yeah. you know, and I, I have, uh, I've been, I, I don't think I've been shaved by uh, my barbers before. I, I you know, usually do, do a fade, or and like I will shave myself because I just, you know, do it at the house or whatever. But um, what's an example? I guess what on your wall? What types of services do you? provide to people like so you know we, we we provide a bunch of services i always try to start at ground zero and work my way up so 
Yeah, like a person come in to get a haircut. It's like, bam, I give you come a haircut. Come in to get a haircut, man. I mean, how much is a haircut? You know, and I give them base price, 20 bucks. Yeah. And people say, man, you still at $20, man? It's 2019, man. We, we've been at $20 since 95, you know? But it's like, man, I do that because I understand the element of economics. Drawing people in, yeah, you know, and bringing people in. And so, uh, man, that's what I do, base price, $20. And so then from there, I give other services. Uh, man, you want a facial. You want a, you want a hot towel shave. You want a, a color. You want, you want a design. You want um, uh, the, the, the different things that they're doing today. They want, they want hair dye. They want, you know, the their, their enhancements. The enhancements now are not just... Um, it's not just hair dye anymore. It's also hair fibers. It's also um, the old classic toupee, man. <laughs> People getting toupees, man. It's just uh, well, it's well, called- you, you. You know what? You blowing my mind, and 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 that's because that's partially because I'm I'm living in a place right now. Uh, I'm living uh, currently, and so I don't have. The barbershop experience that I used to have when I was living in Chicago, right across from the yes, barbershop. Sir. So as you're talking right now, I'm feeling very nostalgic right now. I'm feeling, I'm you you, <laughs> it's music to my ears when you start talking about all that stuff. But where I just had to pump the brakes is <clears throat> the hair dye thing um, first, right? When you talk about the hair dye thing, and then we need to talk about the toupee thing, because you know what? One of the things is I support. Whatever you need to do in order to make their hair look good, especially an old guy. If he needs a toupee and he yeah. needs to come, I, I support that. So I, I want you to know on, you have, from the Matty Lipsis show, I support the comb over. I support right. the toupee. I support, would you say follicle? What would you do with the follicle? Hair, hair, they, do, they, do, they do the hair, the enhancements. They do the hair fibers. Hair fibers? fibers, it's little, it's little fiber optic fabrics. It's almost like they look like hair. Yeah, like hairs. And so mm-hmm. all you're doing is you, you add that to the hair to kind of enhance the alignment. It's it's real Hollywood, man. That's what Steve Harvey been doing for years, man. And so you're we just joking. now you're it's just, joking. You're yeah, joking. He, he had the Steve Harvey had the box, man. Remember when he had the box? Yeah. And the lining was always. Like immaculate man yeah. on the point. His barber cut his hair like so many times a week. I think like two or three times a week and kept that thing up to par, man. And that's that's all it is. That's all it is. And he just just and we always wonder why it was like that. It was crispy because he had enhancements in the Wait, front. How did he you find the unit. How, who unit? Man, the a uh, man the man unit. That's what they call it. Man a, a hair unit. Man's unit, man's unit, and so. Uh, wait a minute! I, wait a minute! Wait! 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 Is this? Wait! Hold on! First of all, yeah. where did you? Where <laughs> man unit? This is whole education. Thank you, Tony, for educating me on this. This is fantastic. Yeah. First yes, of all, sir. how did you? Okay, and I guess because you're a barber, I feel you and I take your authority on the matter. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. it. So, <clears throat> um, and I know that I have never put this much thought into hair. In at all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so so this is this is you you you're intriguing me on this. So 
let me ask you a question. First of all, uh, talk to me about how you figured out um, uh, that he had the fibers or whatever. Because, I mean, is it similar to like when, when, when women say to each other, oh, that's weave. Like, like is it similar to that, that type of thing? Or yeah. is it is it because you did you read it in a journal that somebody said I'm Steve Harvey's uh fiber doer? No, no, actually Steve Harvey is the one that that put it out there and he put it out there on uh, an interview I believe it was. Um, he was interviewed about it and uh, I think he even came out on the radio station one time about when he cut his hair off and oh. he gave little little stories about it. And, uh, wow! Oh so yeah, yeah, man. My man was the one who actually put that out there. That's pretty but, uh, amazing. And see, and because yeah. because and it is vanity. But I I always know. You know what I'm saying? And I never thought it was my business to know. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like you know. But I do remember. Like I he, I remember hearing. You know, in passing, you hear a joke or two about different things but i always looked at that hairline i was like man and when he cut his hair off Imagine it man. was uh uh you know i'm I, you know when a man you said astonishing well i like it i like you know and not that i need to like other men or whatever but i re, you know a, a, a man growing gray you know or a man cutting his hair off whatever a guy has to do because we i think guys are um you know, we, we we can become workhorses. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, so, so we don't always, we're not always concerned about our appearance, and we should be to some degree. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. So that's one thing that I can I can totally, I like like that whole part. So we, whenever somebody's out in public, I take at face value what they look like, and it's like, okay, that's what's going on or whatever. So that's fascinating to me. Now, this whole yes, hair dye sir. situation this hair that I got introduced to it for the first time. Now, I've seen other people dye their hair, but I never really paid attention until my son one day. I was driving. We was driving. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I want to say we were in Aurora or somewhere close by, and uh, I had um, these other two um, uh, brothers with me, these two young guys <clears throat> who uh, they were with me because uh, we were doing a show, whatever. I had some young people that, that hung out with me. So I had my son with me and, and these young guys. And so uh, they, their mother, you know, didn't, doesn't take them to the barbershop regularly. So I was like, I had a few dollars. So I was like, look, I'm getting a haircut. So I took them, you know what I'm saying? We kicked it. And then I, that was the thing. We, well, I went, took them to the barbershop. So boom, I got them nice. I got, I, I was so happy and they were happy to get haircuts. Right. Um, Cause it had been a while. And so, uh, and then my son, <clears throat> he, he said, Dad, I want some hair dye in my hair. Yeah. And I had, Tori, I'm a military guy, man. I'm a military right. guy. And I, I, you know, I, I thought that my son was going to take after me and just be a bald fade. You know what I'm right. saying? I thought that that was my, right now. Well, not at this moment, but at that point. So now I got a decision to make. Do I crush my son's spirit and say, no, right. you will not get any hair dye, or will I let him do it? And yep. oh my Evolution, God. Evolution, man. <clears throat> oh, Evolution. So he, so he did. So these, 
these uh, barber did a bunch of stuff or whatever, and he did exactly what my son wanted. He said, put this color here and this color there. And I've walked out of there with, like, you know, little, <laughs> this little <laughs> whatever, you know, right. <laughs> whatever right. he was. I don't even know what to yep. but I And he's sitting in the backseat. I'm looking in the mirror at him like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Have you, when did hair dye for men start happening? Man, uh, you know what? I'm, can we finish this in one hour, Doc? Can we yeah, look, we, stay right listen, there? Listen, we'll talk, yeah, talk, call me back whenever. <laughs> I'm going to call you right back yeah. in one okay. hour. All I have right, to take care of something. Take care I, of business, man. Hold that thought. Don't, yep, don't sounds stop. good. I mean, we're going to start right where we at. Sorry about <laughs> it this. Sounds good. It's all good. Don't apologize. You're good. We'll talk later. All right, now. Okay. All right, now. Bye-bye. There's a lot of phrases out there that um, we Christians like to use, and sometimes um, when we hear a catchy phrase, it sounds nice to the ears. Like, oh, that's, you know, that's real cool, and we don't never take the time to um, really dig deep to as far as what we're actually saying. And one of the cliches I was going to um, bring out tonight was um, um, I am too blessed to be stressed. And from what I've been studying, I declare now that that cliche is not biblical. Why do you ask? <laughs> Thought you never asked. All right. If you would, please turn with me to Luke 17. The title of my message is called Cliché. It's almost like I'm playing with words But I believe it's good to play with words When we talk about life we cannot ignore the terms of adoption. You must walk in the spirit as if you abhor the other option. God don't need your money, but yes, you do need Jehovah Namas. If God so loved the world, when did this thing become platonic? We chose to stand in this world as the redeemed. Even when Babylon makes it seem that in the end they'll be supreme. But no more shall I scream, cause I vow. If we that's why you don't want to be on the wrong side. Think about the Broadway, could have been a long line. Won't be alone with it, put them in a fire. Introduce it to your Say don't wanna be mediocre, so I stay sound and sober to live my life right into the coming of Jehovah. Ain't got no time for garbage, can't put that in my bag. They say I'm serious, I need to chill and just relax. But yo, that man is holy, that means his being is pure. So when I meet him, I really just wanna be sure that I am righteous. More of this likeness, but wanna compromise, so every day I'm fighting. But when I walk around, they trying to say I'm acting perfect. Just wanna hear Say well done my good and faithful servant That should be all our purpose That's if you say you his But most be playing games and mixing in like little kids But don't be conformed to this what we transform Or when you test it it's gonna show up like a scantron No compromise compende This battle sit like touche Appreciate Christ in your tache Don't tolerate you cliche But don't do that till you try him Many people say that God is good but when I testify it, it's by experience I don't give in to the cliche I'm having my own experience Please don't give in to the cliche Time to have your own experience Gotta have your own experience I know that you're curious when you be Thinking about God and his plan for you so listen, you gotta step up to the micro position Accept the fact that God might be real Along with the possibility of you being a Christian Now are you? I don't know Am I right? Maybe so Either way, if I'm right or wrong, this is why I flow Oh, 
Did I tell you that I was 13 once and I heard Jean son all went along with the 13 emergency support of my drug funds? But Jesus Christ came to deliverance. I'm sober now cause I had my own experience. And everybody can have it, just go and grab it. Please don't learn this the harder way, boy, this ain't no land of magic. Yeah, I know I'm silly, but I know deep down you feel me. Yeah, this is really gonna kill me if we don't stand up and survive it. Gotta get back to the basic principles, I know you hear this. Don't listen to your friends, have your own experience. Him, but don't do that till you try him. Many people say that God is good But when I testify it It's by experience I don't give in to the cliche I'm having my own experience Please don't give in to the cliche Time to have your own experience to his unchanging hand, using his name in vain. He's the wheel in the middle of a wheel. By his stripes, I am healed, but only if it be thy will. I'm not gonna be before you very long, cause God knows my heart, so let the weak say I am strong. Will a man rob God? Did he cast the first stone? Trying to get the whole hundredfold blessing on his own. Nobody's perfect, except for the holier than thee thou. Praises go up, blessings come now, so prosperity now. God's gonna help who cups themselves. You're too heavenly minded. I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, you are just a hater. No test, no testimony. You do not know my story. Don't care about your story. Your rambling does bore me. Why do I gotta tell my neighbor the same thing that you told both of us? Hold up. I plead the blood. God hates the sin, not the sinner, and he don't like ugly. I'm feeling the anointing right now, so please don't touch me. Went up for prayer. I was expecting to give him a courtesy drop. I praised my way through it because I did not want my blessing blocked. God is good all the time. He's ahead of my life. Happy to say that I'm glad to be up in the house of the Lord. Everything's going to be all right. He brought me a mighty long way. I could have been dead up in my sin. The bridge of a troubled garden. Come on, come on, come on, say amen. Come on, say amen. Can't get no help in here. Let me close. Just one more thing. Let go and let God. He said it. I believe it. That settles it. Into the evidence. I believe God told me I'm your husband. So you need to let me in. For real, I was never said when God closed the door. He opens up a window where God died. He provides. You know you speak the lingo. Keep praying for our sister Beulah. Cause she's sick and shut in. The second offering to buy groceries so we can butt in. What did I miss? Charge it to my head, not to my heart. You must not be in good shape because your Bible's not falling apart. I'm trying to close, but y'all just keep on pulling on me. Who turned the beat off? Where's everybody going? I still have two more points and a witty anecdote. For real, y'all sit down. Ushers, grab the doors, please. Say word, Corey Taylor, his barbershop is in Aurora. Uh, it's called Taylor's Touch. What, let them know how they let them know where the shop is at and all that type of stuff, and then we'll pick up where we left off. Okay, it's, the Taylor's Touch is that it's in Oswego, Illinois. That's fifteen fifty seven U.S. Route thirty four, Oswego, Illinois six zero five four three. Gotcha. Now, do you have a website already? Have you set that up or no? If there's no website, there is social media such as Instagram and Facebook. You can reach me at Facebook. Um, it's the Taylor's Touch for You at Facebook.com 
or it's the Taylor Touch One at Instagram.com. That's right. Uh, yo. Thank you very much for being a part of this episode of the Maddie Lipsis Show at Anchor FM, which is distributed all of the podcast outlets so just want to remind you about three small things number one I'll be doing Friday nights at 608 live so come see us in person the Maddie Lipsis show at 608 live can get your tickets so that you can be a part of the live audience. Um, I will be doing a New Year's Eve and New Year's Day shebang as the new title of it. Come hang out with us for New Year's Eve. Uh, from 2019 going into 2020 it will be in Evanston, Illinois for other years just check m3dots.com and uh, that's the final thing that I want to tell you is m3dots.com on my website I've got all my music all the people that have made themselves available to me uh, I have them on my website uh, so that you can listen to their music uh, listen to their sermons listen to their shows uh, and hear what they've got to say so m3dots.com is where you can register for any of the events that are upcoming If you become my Facebook friend, you get a special version of the Maddie Lipsy Show on Facebook Live. So just find Maddie Lipsis on Facebook. And you can find us on YouTube also. Very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.